hit the record and um, I have a little outline that basically I set up for everybody and then um, I'll just make sure I get you out of here what, what, what time do you have to go? Um, let's say like walk out of here at like 1 yeah, okay one, cool that's plenty of time Sweet. It's, it's midsummer uh, midterm week yeah yeah I already had a few so I'm almost done <laughs> once I get through tomorrow you're um, breathe. what's your test tomorrow so I have one today it's on motor development um oh, yeah <laughs> a lot of terms and is that um is that like early childhood or like yep, early childhood yeah. into adulthood into like skill acquisition and classification of skills wow you're yeah. in it right now yeah yeah, yeah i'm in it <laughs> yep what what about the uh test coming up after that so i just had one in physiology um and then i have another one it's weird they c- for this year they did a new thing for um, the physiology class in the lab they do it um with like an online interface and they do five exams throughout the whole year so it's only like three chapters per each one, but it's like every two weeks, every two weeks, every two weeks. Gotcha. Like um, we just have one. What was the last one? And it's so crazy. I promise. I study, study. I do good in the the test or exam, and I forget it all the week after. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how I kind of was um, going through undergrad. Um, not as much in grad school, just because they they beat you with it the entire time, <laughs> so you just you were forced to learn it mm-hmm. to some extent. To some stuff, you just memorize and forget, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for undergrad, I remember that being like, okay, just study as hard as possible for like two, three days. Yeah. And then just on to the next thing. And yeah. Just completely forget a yeah. lot of it. It's um, like some of the stuff, I'm like, am I even going to remember this? I hope yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. it, And I think it goes with a lot of things like like Spanish, for example. Like if you study Spanish really hard, um, like when I took Spanish high school uh, for four years and I studied it like when I was in high school. But then like if I don't ever use it again after that, Sure, is some small stuff I remember from it, yeah. but like, I should learn. I should have learned way more. It took four years. <laughs> it's just like, come on, but it, but it just uh, stuff that doesn't get used. Yeah, like it just doesn't. You don't use it, you lose it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm gonna grab. We have a bunch of these Gatorades that Henry just gave us. Do you, do you want one? They have caffeine in them. Yeah, I'll take one. You want one? Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah, I've had these before. These are pretty good. I've I've never had one, so I'm excited. I do remember. I used to. Um, They're very sweet. Are they fast yeah, well, twitch? Two hundred um, milligrams. Sucralose. I think that's the fake sugar they use. Oh, perfect! <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yeah, Good job, Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> we're, I thought we were beyond that. This is. I'm guessing this is a new product for them. I think so. Yeah. yeah. They're oh, trying yeah. to compete like with uh like the Prime and the oh, Body yeah. Armors. Does Prime have caffeine in it? No, but yeah. it's the fake sugar one. Oh yeah, that's I, like this, no no calories. I feel like this has kind of like prime style branding on it. Exactly, it, it looks similar. That's, that's yeah, it does. Um, all right. So like, uh, if I was a kid and I saw this, I'd be like, oh, fast <laughs> twitch. And then you, and then you start twitching fast. So you get like two hundred milligrams. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. <laughs> all right, so we'll get rolling here. Uh, what's going on, guys? Doctor Matt here, host of the Roadie Strength Podcast. We got Alex Cordalesa here. Over at Rockstar Strength and Conditioning. Yeah, um, that's kind of the the sub name. Uh, AC Strength Conditioning, ACSC. Cool. Um, it's kind of playing ACDC. I love it. Where Rockstar comes from. That's awesome. Yep. I've been following you guys on Instagram for a while, and I, and I love your branding. I, I love the videos. You guys are always putting out really cool stuff. Yeah, man. I try to have fun with it. <laughs> and uh, we shared a space for a little while. Yep. Over, over at CrossFit Providence. At CrossFit Providence in the back room um, with a. Uh, 
uh, John Amore, John Larkin were there for a little bit too. I think at, at one point we had all three of us back there. Yeah, yeah, good times. <laughs> and then um, Jared with the round performance, the Barbell Club came in. Who um, I went to school with him. He's he's a PT as well. And we just did a podcast with them that'll be coming out um, pretty soon. But uh, yeah, some across the Providence get some good talent there. Yeah, get some talent coming through there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I met you, I had like a group of maybe eight or ten. And they were killing it. They, they were all in the squat racks. They were mm-hmm. deadlifting. And then you walked through, you're like, what's going on in here? This is, this is crazy. Yeah, some, sometimes we had, there was some leaks in communication, and then, uh, we didn't know really what, what was going on. So um, I think that was probably the first time I ever, ever met you. I'm like, wait, yeah. what happened to John and John? <laughs> what's going on back here? I had no idea. But uh, no, it's always cool, especially... I think the person I had brought in at that point was someone who had just had an ACL surgery. So I think it was cool for them because they were coming to see me as a, as a physical therapist being like, okay, like this environment is training. Like yeah. this is what I'm like looking, them future casting, like this is what I want, this stuff I want to be doing like down the road. So for them, I think it, it probably was a bit intimidating, but at the same time, like very like motivational, like, hey, yeah. like, this is what I want to get back to. So Yeah, some of those groups are really, really hard workers. And yeah, you can the, tell. The environment just... You can't fake that. Yeah, you can't. It it, just, it's, it's The energy flows. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so I usually like to start off these podcasts with a couple of rapid fire questions, and we can expand on them if you want, mm-hmm. or we can just keep it to one answer and, and just move right through. But if you have any side points, go for it. So um, these are the questions I've kind of developed over i think this is we're in somewhere in the 60s for podcasts at this point so these are some of my favorites but if they flop we'll just skip them. <laughs> uh so first one we got favorite coffee shop this could be in providence or anywhere um seven stars bakery nice yep. the one on broadway yeah exactly just right down the street from us walking distance <laughs> uh favorite go-to breakfast this, this could be something you make yourself or something you go out to get. uh starbucks okay um the spinach and feta wraps nice 20 grams of protein really have two of them yep that's that's uh something I think a lot of people don't know about. Yep, yeah, that's, sneaky, yeah. sneaky. <laughs> All right, cool. Spinach and feta. Uh, next one we got favorite recent podcast that you've listened to. Um, I listened to this uh, strength coach network on YouTube. Okay, it's um a couple str- uh, strength coaches in the college game, mm-hmm. and uh, they kind of just go over the whole industry and talking points around that. Yeah, that one's pretty good. That's cool. Um, any uh. With that, with the episode you've seen recently, any um, anything they were diving into that was interesting? Oh, let me think. I'm trying to remember the last one that I listened to, or one of the last ones. Uh, no, one of the last ones I listened to was um, they're talking about kind of weight room design, mm. and I thought that was pretty interesting. Considering I've started my own uh, facility now, they kind of talk about like the things you kind of need in there and how you know the facility is going to dictate the function of it you know, totally. beforehand, not the opposite. You know, if you don't have this, that, or that, you can't do this. Right. And kind of dive into like, you know, this is the cool thing that everyone's doing, but if you don't have that shit. Guess what? You can't do it. You better right. figure it out. And so it kind of talked about progression and regression to where, say, you were working in one facility and then you go to another facility that doesn't have any of the stuff you had, you got to be able to regress the stuff you're doing gotcha. or progress it, whichever way you have to go. Yeah. I like that. I could definitely see a parallel to that as uh, the 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 type of training that I personally like to do is like the CrossFit style training. Yeah. Um, but a lot, obviously, a lot of the gyms I'm in, like, okay, like, do they have like rings? Do they have this? Do mm-hmm. they have that? And it's like, okay, 
I'll have to kind of like change my what I'm doing based on like where I'm at to the facility, and which is fine. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not looking to do anything crazy at this yeah, point, yeah. but I just have fun. Uh, but yeah, I could totally see that thinking about the design of the facility matching the function, not the other way around. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yep. That's cool. Uh, favorite recent book, and I know you're in school right now, so this might be a textbook for you. <laughs> but uh, it could it could also just be like something um, you could you've listened to in the past too. Yeah. Uh, I'll stay away from the school textbooks. Right. <laughs> um, I I use um you know Ryan Holiday, he sounds um, very familiar. The, the, he runs the Daily Stoic Instagram. Yes, okay. Um, he has this journal that he he uh, put out, and pretty much every day you read one page, and it has a, some type of Stoic philosophy related to it. It has like a passage from um, one of the Stoic philosophers of you know ancient times, and then he kind of brings it into the the current world, and it's kind of just a nice way to start my day. I try mm. to do that in a coffee if I have time. Nice. And that's just like five minutes that kind of sets me up for the day. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a really good morning routine. I've seen a lot of morning routines out there that can be like even 10, 20, 30, 40 minutes. And it's just like, uh, that'd be awesome on some days. But yeah. some days you're just up and at. Like, yeah. you just go. Yep. So five minutes, that's that's doable. Yeah, it's doable. I mean, I want to get my get my day started as fast as possible. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get going here. <laughs> you got stuff to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, next one, we got favorite Instagram accounts. And the way I describe this is something maybe you find that's funny or something that is inspiring or something you learn as like educational. Uh, but or, or something that you just you just seen recently like oh, i kind of like what they're doing okay uh strength and sport hey thank one. you there it is thank you appreciate the shout out <laughs> um trying to think i try to stay off instagram as much as possible but i do get duped <laughs> in every day for more than i should totally i think we all do <laughs> yeah for sure um one of my mentors john amore you know when mm. he's when he's not busy he puts some stuff out he does he always puts out really good educational information in the strength conditioning world um yeah he's awesome yeah so I, I would say he's he's one of my favorites cool i like that a lot running strength shout out uh next one we got somewhere you've traveled recently and this could be um like work work business related yeah. or just for fun um i really haven't traveled too much recently but next weekend i'm going to the um university of florida versus university of georgia football game nice. yeah one of the kids i trained is getting recruited by university of florida and um that's they're awesome. gonna bring us out for the game so that's gonna be pretty sick that's yeah. so cool yeah i'm excited that's gonna like i've never been to a big big college game, football game like that before so and college is way different than the nfl yeah and florida yeah. versus georgia that's like that's, that's a huge game they that's actually they awesome. play in jacksonville they kind of mm-hmm. meet in the middle I think oh, financially okay. it works out for like both of them end up having all their fans come. Huh. Yeah, because it's kind of Georgia and um, kind of that North Florida. Yeah. Where yeah. University of Florida is, and then Jacksonville even more North Florida, closer to Georgia. Yeah. So it's like in the middle. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I think it, <laughs> it's an NFL stadium and it sells out for that game, so it's gonna be. Oh sick. really? Yeah. Is they it? Play, on... They play at Jacksonville, the Jaguar Stadium. Oh, gotcha. Wow, that's gonna be awesome. That'll be a lot of fun. Enjoy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have to send some pictures. Definitely. We'll, we'll be we'll be watching on the Instagram. <laughs> um, next one we got a little switch up. Uh, favorite shoe or sneaker? This could be lifestyle or something you like in the gym. Yeah, uh, I used to be like a big Jordan guy. Nice. Back, back when I was in high school, but I haven't bought a pair of Jordans in probably like ten years. <laughs> They're expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm good for a pair of Vans. Nice. Yeah, definitely a pair of Vans. You know, Vans makes a um a gym shoe now. 
Oh, really? A, gr- a cross trainer. It's actually pretty nice. Really? Yeah, you should check it out. They look like the regular Vans, but they have a, a couple s- small features that make them better oh, as, a, as a gym shoe. I've, I've been using the Metcons. I, same. I just got a, a pair of Metcons today. Shout out. I, I just got married. My groomsman gave me a, a gift card to Nike. Oh, so I, nice. I got the new pair of Metcons, which I really like them. Congrats uh, on getting married, thank too. Thank you. <laughs> this model, I'll say, is a bit stiff. Oh, really? Compared to some other models. The, the shoe itself, so... I think good for some things like yeah. squats, deadlifts, but um, like running, it felt not yeah. so great for me. Probably personally. not not the best. It's, it's all right. Not my. It wouldn't be my favorite shoe. Hopefully, your groomsman doesn't hear this. No, no. Yeah. I mean, they don't care. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one we got, or last last rapid fire, we got yep. favorite current movement or exercise that you're liking in the gym, either for yourself or for your athletes. I mean, this is actually kind of funny because <laughs> I was thinking about this in the gym the other day. I've been like squatting and deadlifting and lunging and pressing for like 10 years now. I'm only 26, but you know, mm-hmm. I've been training hard since high school. And I literally am getting so bored of these movements. And mm. I feel like my body is like almost like telling me to stop doing them. So I'm doing them sure. and like, I'm like, I'm in these positions. I know these positions. Why is this feeling weird? Yeah. So I, I got to start looking at some new ones. Um, one I do like is um, the safety bar split squat. Mm. I, I've been trying to do those whenever I can get my hands on a, a safety bar. I don't have one in my gym, but at the school gym, they have one. Yep. Um, so I, I try to throw those in because it's just somewhat of a new stimulus, even if it's not that different. And um, motivation-wise, I'm like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. You know what's funny about the safety bar, too, is um, I was working with a client the other day, and I'm like, oh, have you used safety bar before? They're like, no, like, I thought that was for people who didn't know how to squat. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, the name's safety bar. It's like, it's safer. I'm like... I'm like, actually, I don't know why it's called safety bar. So that's a great question. I should look that up. But that's not what it's for at all. Like, <laughs> it's a different stimulus. It, it puts the, I mean, you hold it in front of yeah. you. So for people who have like shoulder mobility yeah. restrictions, it's, it's, it can mm-hmm. be easier. Yeah. Um, but it, it sets it up almost like the stimulus, like more like a front squat. Yeah, it puts definitely. that weight more in, in front of your body versus behind your body. So you're getting kind of like a squat, front squat, like stimulus from it. Yeah, I feel like it's safer, you know, to, to come up as explosive as you can to make me oh okay you know i can um, see that i don't know if that's why it's called that i could i, could I definitely, definitely enjoy that. the ability to just shoot up and not worry about the bar you know moving at all i could definitely see that yeah. um almost similar to like a, a trap bar deadlift versus a deadlift you can ex- yeah you, it's exactly easier you know, a less on your lower back yep i like ah oh, uh, we'll have to look that up. I'll have to fact check why it's called that. But that makes sense. <laughs> I'll go with that answer. Um, that's cool. I, I like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you ever noticed that. Like, I go to do a trap bar deadlift, and I'm like, well, this is like hurting my lower back. I know exactly how to do this correctly. Right. I've been doing it for so long. Like, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I had a couple of injuries in the past couple of years. Um, I had a really bad ankle sprain that I probably tore something and took me like three months to heal from. Mm. And then um, I ran into, now I got back into it, and I got a little patella tendonitis going on, and I just, just healed up from that like three months ago. Totally. And now I'm getting back into it, and I'm just like, oh, I don't I don't want to do these movements. So yeah. that's kind of, I'm trying to change up a little bit because, you know, I'm, it's important to do these things. Yeah, get some variation in. And sometimes that's all it is, is mm-hmm. just switching it up, giving your body a break from doing the same thing yeah. over and over again. And then you can revisit it and come back to it. And yeah. You should feel better. Yeah. And it made me think like, think about professional athletes who are in their 30s who have mm-hmm. been doing these things for 20 years, you know? Yeah. It, it gets you thinking like, I wonder how they train differently now that they're older, 
you right. know, obviously you want to do all these movements, you know, there's only like a handful that you do a, a couple of different ways each, but right. how long can you do those before your body's like, eh, I'm, I'm all set on this. Right, right. I mean, yeah, look at some guys. I mean, Tom Brady's probably the biggest example yeah. of that who's just like his main style of training is exact, like exercise bands. Yeah. Like through the which, last, is, <laughs> which is wild. This makes no sense. He's he's definitely on the, like, if we're looking at like what most people need to do, he's definitely on one end of the spectrum. Definitely. And, and his position. He's yeah. Like, like his, the quarterback position is more closer to like a, a baseball pitcher. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't need to be training like a running back. Especially <laughs> for the most him, part. He's, not, he's not a mobile quarterback. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The way he's, the, his style, exactly. the way he plays. I remember so. I saw him a video of him and Julian Edelman. <laughs> they were like training together or like in a recovery session together. Yeah. And they were having that exact, exact right. conversation. Right. And uh, Edelman was like, yeah, you don't have 250 pound linebackers coming to crush you. <laughs> Why well, was, was Brady trying to tell him like, oh, you, this is it's how like, you're you, supposed you to be doing You don't need to squat. You don't need to <laughs> put a heavy bar on your back. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, he has a point, I guess. But yeah, Edelman came back with that. He's like, dude, I have 250 pound linemen, uh, linebackers right. coming to kill me. Right. Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. There's a reason you see guys who are playing football, like needing to, you got to be able to move weight. Yeah. You got to have that mm-hmm. strength. And like, mm-hmm. Sure, the bands are great, but there is a limitation of like max yeah. strength that you can do with bands. I mean, there's almost like no stimulus you're getting from that. I feel like you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've watched videos of um his trainer and him doing stuff, or his trainer on like a men's health video type thing. Tom Brady, his yeah, his trainer. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. He's he's like critically um, accl- uh, acclaimed. Um, uh, it's, it's escaping me now too. I can it's, picture it's a, a G. It's a G. Uh, but um yeah, I forget. yeah he's he's had a lot of controversy in his training career which is yeah very interesting hey he, he, i mean you can't argue with the results like obviously he's won all the championships and uh it has stayed relatively injury free but yeah, yeah i think he's really dialed into like what he needs as a player what he needs is good for his body yeah. and it has his position in it as an athlete yeah, that's, like, that's important you know, to think about um but yeah i as some random running back who's in high school probably shouldn't be replicating what tom brady no and um, i mean what any professional is doing really you are yeah yeah trust me you're not him right right you need what you need you don't need what he needs yeah you need to build this base (laughs) there's so many they're at the the tip of the the tip of the triangle you're at the bottom right now you need to slowly build up so that tip is actually longer right yeah do you do you find that working with because you work with a lot of high school athletes youth athletes guys going into college um do you find that that that's a question that comes up a lot? Absolutely, you know, <laughs> and, and they see cool things on Instagram. And yeah. They're like, oh, I'm, I, I should probably do that. It's like, no, we're just gonna literally squat, lunge, deadlift, mm-hmm. press vertically, horizontally, yeah. push vertically, horizontally. We're gonna do very basic things. We're gonna go on the field, do very basic movements. Yeah. Build you up so that when by the time you get into college, you can get a little more specific and start thinking about peaking a little more. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in- Instagram's for the cool, like, highlight stuff. Yeah, and sometimes we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, of course. We're going to pique their interest. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> like here, here's a, here's a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of the, some of that fun stuff, but we got to do the hard work, too. Yeah, we exactly. we got to do the basics. Yeah. No, that's it's cool. It's like, you, you can't even do a, a split squat correctly. Why do you want to do a, right. a jump and split squat with resistance bands and, and that and this and the, and the third? Yeah. And there's some trainers who kind of go all in on that stuff and, yeah, you know, they try to pull kids into that direction. Which I think everyone should do what they feels best, but that's um there was something I was I was actually I was looking onto your Instagram a little bit before you came in, uh-huh. um just to kind of like prep for this podcast and and ask you some good questions. A little but homework, a little homework, yeah. <laughs> Which I try to do on everybody. <laughs> um, but uh, there's a there's a post you had, 
And actually, I think you had, had showed it out, um, or sh- uh, showed it out, shouted out, uh, John, um, John Moray okay. uh, over at Ronin Strength about, um, uh, it was, I think it was some of the speed work development. Okay. I'll see if I can find it. But, um, I, I saw that post. I'm like, oh, this, this guy knows what he's talking. He's a student of the game. I can tell, like, you, you can, you definitely have done your research on, like, programming, speed yeah. work, skill development, explosiveness, like. Yeah. So when I actually started, um, this is about like three years ago now. I just started doing skill development work for wide receivers in football. Mm. So that was my start into the strength and conditioning world. I didn't even really know. I knew about fitness and lifting and stuff, but I didn't really know. I didn't even know a strength coach was a job, really. Yeah. I didn't know the industry at all. I didn't really understand all of the principles. And then um, I, I knew eventually I wanted to kind of combine everything, but I started with the skill training. And then um, I met John. And he kind of put me on to the strength condition world and, you know, read this book, read this book, learn this, learn this. And that kind of sent me down a rabbit hole. And then um, I eventually got into speed training and I ended up being a track coach for a little bit. And I actually got certified by Altus, which is um, by uh, Dan Paff. Um, he's one of like the most legendary track coaches in the world. So I learned a lot of principles from them um, on how to develop speed. And then um, I, I, oh, now I kind of do a, a holistic approach of skill, speed, and strength and kind of try to mesh it all together, mm. kind of starting at that base and working our way up the, the triangle. That's really cool. Or the pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could tell. Like, Mike, you've, you've done your homework. You've done your research. And what's cool now is that we were talking a little bit off air is uh, you're going through and getting some of that, like, the theory now with yeah. with, with your classes, with school, yep. your, um, um, exercise science. Yeah. Like, you're going through and like really diving into like okay, what are the theories? What's like chemically, metabolically, like yeah. what's going on yeah, with some really of this cool stuff? It's really cool to be yeah. like, okay, I know to do this, and now I'm learning why I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, that right. makes so much sense. <laughs> right. So that that's really cool. I feel like most people learn it the opposite of the yeah. way you do it. It's definitely but, unique. But I think you have a really really cool advantage because you already know that high level stuff yeah. and now you can kind of work backwards. Besides from being 26 surrounded by 18 and 19 year olds in class, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Do a lot of the guys um that you're that you're working with do do any of them have any sort of like uh and maybe not, but like are they doing any sort of like even like personal training or anything like that or are they all just kind of like just getting started with this field? Like uh in my classes? Yeah. Um, so at Rick, it's kind of interesting because they shove all of the science majors together. So like the wellness exercise science program, like it's not like its own thing. Like I'm taking bio with nurses, right. With uh, med medical tech, um, and a bunch of different majors. So there's only like a handful of us in the class in, in some of those science classes. Right. There's some specific exercise science, um, classes, but those are more so like phys ed teachers, um, there's a few people who want to be in the strength world, mm. um, but there's not that many. Totally. Yeah, but but most of them are, you know, some of them are like um, part-time jobs at gyms or PT clinics. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's definitely some though. That's cool. Um, so I wanted to uh, let's backtrack for a second because mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about uh, kind of how you got started with the um, with the gym. So you're at, you're yeah. at a space now. You're over in Night Street in Providence, right down the street from CFP. Yes, sir. Um, uh, and then, um, how did you end up getting started with, uh, with open up your own place? Yeah. So, um, kind of like going off of what I said before, I started mm-hmm. as a skill coach mm-hmm. and I took uh, a handful of kids pretty much. And I was like, you know, I got to try to build this, this brand. 
So I took them, and we trained hard for like six months, and they ended up having good seasons. They told their friends. Everybody kind of saw. We used Instagram, or I used Instagram to kind of show off the results. You know, I kind of trusted that, all right, if I have these kids who actually want to work hard, yeah. are good kids, you know, they have the qualities. <clears throat> if I can just push them in the right direction, you know, play my part as best as I can, mm-hmm. others will come. Yeah. All right, so I did that, and then... um. You know, it's tough to build a business off just skill training, especially in Rhode Island where it is winter. <laughs> you know, you can't be on a field <laughs> yeah. year-round. Um, and it was always my goal to have, you know, a holistic approach with, of everything. So then I started um, thinking, okay, how can I get into a gym? How can I get into a gym and kind of start this? So my first stint was actually in East Greenwich. At, um, oh, my gosh. I can't think of the name. P-Fit. I want to say it was P Fit. Sounds familiar. Um, great gym, great owner, mm. um, great guy. So I rented space there. I didn't have any clients at the time. I was just renting space. I took the kids that I was on with the field, took them into the gym, and again, kind of same process before, after, before, after, before, after. Eventually, started building that, and then from there, I was like, okay, I'm in the corner in this gym. The vibes, you know, the vibes, the vibe. It's it's not our vibe. It's just the gym's vibe, which is yep. nice. But you know. We kind of need our own vibe. So then I um, rented a spot in Cranston <clears throat> and started my own little gym. It was like, I was telling you before, it was like 300 square feet. We had yeah. two racks, dumbbells. But man, we grinded hard <laughs> in that little <laughs> that little box. Uh, I, I, I miss it sometimes thinking about it. Yeah. Because the vibe was just, it was just, you can't replicate that vibe. It was a small little box. You came in, you grinded your butt off, and you left. <laughs> if you could still walk. <laughs> um, and then eventually uh, I got kicked out of there for being too loud because there really wasn't a um, a, a gym setting. There was literally like a, like a, I don't want to say a lip injection place, but like med you, spa. a med spa right next door. Is that so, in East Greenwich? No, this is in Cranston. So oh, this is when okay. I um, I rent and rented out. I left East Greenwich and I started my own little spot in Cranston. And literally there was a door that went into it that was on the wall that divided us yeah so you could hear things very loud yeah and you know we're doing like um we're doing like we're jumping we're doing some type of (laughs) sprint drills in place music bumping music bumping (laughs) like the walls are rattling just think of like getting some type of injection (laughs) it's like boom 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 yeah two more two more (laughs) yes just yelling at each other yeah probably not the best um experience as a uh, consumer on that end (laughs) so i kind of understood it Um, yeah totally yeah (laughs) And then I ended up going to CrossFit Providence. Um, I had no tanner from when I worked with John. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you have space, yada, yada, yada. He had space. I rented it out. And we, we had a great summer there. Like, that's and that's when I met you. Yeah. And that was an amazing. I still look back and think, wow, I missed that spot. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, like each spot has their own unique that's feeling. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I knew I eventually wanted to get into my own spot again. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for spaces, but I couldn't really find anything. And then eventually I was at um, CrossFit Providence. That's a really funny story. And I was just going for a jog around the neighborhood, getting my own fitness in, you know, trying to do my best. And as I'm jogging, I see this garage and it has a four rent sign on it. I'm like, no way. <laughs> I want to stay in Providence. I want a garage. It's no- yeah. There's nothing online. You don't see that online. If a gym owner sees a garage door, they just start salivating. <laughs> They're like, yes, this is what I want. <laughs> this and, is it. Yeah, and there was just a four rent sign on it. I was like, no way. So I ended up calling the number, got the information. It wasn't even online at all. The guy's kind of really? old school. 
So oh, I, nice. Yeah, and, um, you probably lucked out because of that. <laughs> I lucked out, and it, it all worked out. And now I've been there for a year and a half with uh, my buddy Jimmy, Turbo Sports Performance. That's kind of cool. things there. Great guy as well. Yep. That's really cool. No, I'm glad. I, I didn't. I never get the full rundown on that story. So yeah, that, it was insane. That's, awesome that, to that's hear. like, like how does that even happen? Yeah, it happens to be right next to CrossFit, and I'm literally just to see it at my on my jog. That's awesome. And I had been looking be. for months for you know like somewhere this to go. Um, I wanted to ask too on um mm-hmm. I I uh I missed your I missed crossing paths with you, but I saw you guys post you and um uh. I forget his name. E.G. Pot of Thunder. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Um, he had posted about the Breakthrough Elite Performance yeah. Football League. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I had never heard about, but I saw both of you guys posting about it. It looked really cool. So I um, I forget. I was I was working that day, and I was like, oh, I think I messaged you. You're like, yeah. oh, it's right down the street. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked down. I checked it out for a little bit. Um, what? So what are they doing over? Is it is that a so, flag football league? So Breakthrough Elite Football Academy is a organization run by Stanley Dunbar. Um, former All-State football player in Rhode Island, and then um, full scholarship to URI. Mm. Um, he's, he came back, and he pretty much started this organization, and it was pretty much started as 7-on-7. Seven seven. Mm. Are you familiar with that at all? Um, no, I'm not. So kind of like flag, but yeah. not flag at all, where it's pretty much football, no pads, no linemen. Mm-hmm. It's just pass. Okay. So pretty much you're running routes versus a defense. And you have a uh, three or four seconds to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You kind of it's kind of a football game like that. Totally. Where um you know in in the off season for football, there's nothing you can do, right? You train the best you can. There's not much to do. Yeah. This is kind of that filler for that now. It's kind of been getting very popular over the last five, ten years, maybe. Cool. And especially the last two years. Um. So he started this organization. He started this team, and he's built it up to something incredible. To where now. We travel across the country wow. and we play against other organizations and other teams. Wow. Yeah. And it's a great opportunity to improve your game. You know, you, you don't get many opportunities to improve the skill of football outside mm. of the season. Totally. You know, so this is something that allows you to actually work on that skill in a competitive environment. Mm. It's so hard to replicate the competitive environment. Right. That's something that you can't get out of the season. No, no, like speed drills. Like, yeah, you get yeah, maybe a little yeah. bit, but you don't get the game time. You, you, scenario. Can, you can improve your physical abilities, which yeah. hopefully translate. Who knows what they do? You know, right, right. <laughs> you know, um, which hopefully translate. But you can't work on the skill as much as you can in season. So right. this is a great way to bridge that gap. Totally. So he runs stuff um, in the winter, and then in the spring, in the summer, he does a local league, which is what you came. Actually, what you came to was a um, tournament that he hosted. The teams came from Canada, New York. Wow. Um, I think a little bit of down south. Yeah, so there was teams that came from everywhere. That was the first tournament over at um, West End. Mm. Yeah, so he actually hosted that tournament for those teams to come down and, and play against each other. I, just just being there, I could tell the vibe was like, all right, there were guys like trash talking. Yeah, they were yeah. Like, it was look very People were getting angry. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. It was very competitive. I'm like, yeah. this is... It's taken very yeah. serious. <laughs> yeah, very serious. Yeah. Yep. Like the fans, like the families on the sidelines yelling. Yep. Yelling at the... I mean, <laughs> but not crazy, but like in, in, in an environment like, okay, they're, oh, like, crazy. they're chirping the refs. Like the refs are like, all right, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> like, like, wow, this is not just some backyard football. These guys want to win. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> um, and, that, and the guy that... Started that's out of Rhode Island, out of Providence. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's um, really cool. He um is actually the defensive coordinator at Suffield Academy now in Connecticut. Gotcha. Um, okay. he just took that job. He was um 
working in the state before that. But he just got that job now. That's yeah, cool. great guy, and does a lot for the state. Were you working with um, a specific team when you were there? Or? Yeah, so I was um, coaching the 14U team. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I had those guys for two years now, and That's um, awesome. they're all. F- we had a 13U as a 14U, mm-hmm. so now they're gonna be 15, and we're grabbing as a 15U. Nice. Yeah. So to see them de- uh, grow and develop, some pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And just guys from all, like local guys all over Providence. Yeah, pretty much. Um, some like maybe mass team, uh, mass kids as well, but for the most part, Rhode Island. That's awesome. Um, along that those same lines, I think the next post on Instagram, uh, you had you had written down uh, about a Birkenstocks sponsorship. <laughs> is that is that the go to footwear for uh, for coaching? Go to footwear for coaching, not a real sponsorship. No, though. no, absolutely made I that up. I can kind of tell that was yeah. uh, that was just a joke. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get made fun of all the time for for wearing them, so I just I just ran with it. So, so now you're like, all right, they're, they're coming out. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I gotta grab a, a winter version. They got a little winter version now, I guess. Really? Yeah. I've to keep been told. the toes warm. Exactly. Nice. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we're coming up on the top of the hour, but I have a couple more questions in here that I want to uh, talk to you about. Um, let's get let's get into the weeds a little bit with yeah. um uh with the training. So I know once once again, um, I know you talked about um. Uh, how you got into like the speed, the speed work, and yeah. kind of your process as that goes into. Um, what do you do as far as just general outline for like volume management, or kind of how how are you structuring workouts? Like uh, for some of these kids, are you are you getting them in like every day or like yeah? Or so, how does that um, look, what does it look like? I'll talk about the summer program. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in the summer, we were four days a week, um, and those four days we would start the field and then transition into the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I did it this summer was the specific field day would kind of um, dictate what happens in the gym. So, okay, Monday was an acceleration day. So we would do our acceleration work at the field. Um, there's parameters for exactly how many meters we should sprint that day in an acceleration form. We would hit that, and then we would go to the gym. And we would match that up actually with more of a strength-style workout. Mm. Um because with acceleration, it's more so kind of the first two, three, four, five seconds of the sprint, and it's kind of max out, where with the strength movement, it's going to be five reps or less. It's not mm-hmm. that much time, and it's max output. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of has similar um, stimulus there. Gotcha. Makes sense. You also could do max strength with max velocity work, because max velocity, it's a slimmer stress in the nervous system where sure. you can only hold it for so long. You're going to be very taxed. It's max mm-hmm. breaks. Mm-hmm. So you could do it both ways depending on how you look at it. We just chose to do it like that for the acceleration days in the summer. Um, so it would be kind of that type of protocol. And then Wednesday would be a different day. Thursday would be a different day. Friday was a different day. Mm-hmm. And um, the biggest thing there was a lot of those kids are doing stuff outside of that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they may come in and be like, I'm already beat up. <laughs> so I kind of just plan B them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where it's like, okay, we can't do plan A. Right. You're, you're beat up. You can't get good outputs right now. Right. It's not going to be worth it. You're going to be closer to injury than um, a good a- adaptation. Right. So you're going to do as close as you can, but not the actual thing. That's right. what our plan B would be. Right. Um, and sometimes they would do, do these um, recruiting um, camps where they would go to a school and these schools would mess them up. They would have them do 40 yard <laughs> dashes, skill drills, combine drills. And it's just like three hours of no in a row, way. in a row, in a row. And the kids have to do it. They're trying to get recruited. You know, they yeah. can't be like, 
well, my trainer said this is too much for me and <laughs> I might get hurt. It's like, that's not a good look. Right. So it's like they do that and they're wiped out for the whole week. Oh. I got a plan B for the whole week. You know, right. and, and sometimes they do three weeks in a row of, the, of those things. Yeah. So that's that was the toughest battle this summer. You kind of talk about volume, so I want to bring that up. Yeah. Sometimes you have to kill the volume. Yeah. Kill the intensity, and you're here just having a good time. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're helping me coach today. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to get you stretched out. We're going to, you know, maybe do some Tom Brady band stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> exactly. And then hopefully by the end of the week, you're going to be feeling a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> like, instead of just digging that hole just deeper and yeah. deeper with and, more volume. And, it, and it's tough because, you know, I'm like, so like obsessed with like okay let's get one percent better yeah better. it's like no I, I gotta slap myself in the face and say you can't do anything help me coach today yeah yeah stretch you yep. can maybe do this lift you can get some quick pump work in maybe totally um but that's you can't sprint forget sprinting forget any multi-directional work you're already your muscles your tendons are already tired they need to heal right yeah right i mean if you look at it that way by you doing that and giving them that week or whatever to instead of like thinking that 1% better, he comes in beat up from the week before on a Monday, he'll be what, like 10% better if you do that all week. Comparatively, you know? yeah, <laughs> so yeah absolutely, like, for sure. So that's and, one way to look at it. <laughs> I mean, I, I made the mistake of pushing before. That's kind of how I learned, right? right Where right. You know, then it's like, oh, these guys are actually getting injured now. Right. They got a lot of soft tissue injuries and it's like, okay, totally. I need to just relax and yep. think about them, not about me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the toughest thing when it comes to, at least from, from my perspective in PT is like, when you're working with that, like the high intensity, like speed, agility, um, explosiveness is yeah. like, is how much is too much and like the appropriate amount to like yeah. to give someone. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it, it can, it can like the, I think it's, it's not as, if you're doing more like bodybuilding style, like slower training, yeah. you can probably push volume all yeah, day. Absolutely. But when you start moving to real quick movements and you have to just be like, you'd be very wary. Yeah. The last yeah. thing you want to do is when you're trying to get better, hurt yourself <laughs> yeah. that's like it's a huge step like my nightmare yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel so bad when anybody ever gets anything like right. nicked up or in, yeah yeah that's that's our timer going off yeah we, we can probably go for another 10 minutes yeah, yeah you're yeah. still good yeah, yeah, all right yeah. i'm gonna set i'm gonna set one more timer just because i don't i, I would yeah. feel bad to hold you back no you're good <laughs> so- i got a midterm at two so as long as i get there around oh, all right we're setting you up right before the midterm all right we got a, we got a 10 minute timer and we're, we're gonna keep it rolling um all right, so I, this will kind of translate or, or, um, or transfer nicely into our, my next topic I wanted to ask you was uh, on recovery. And this, I mean, this could be for yourself, mm-hmm. what you found to be beneficial in the past or also just what your athletes. Yeah. Um, and some of the stuff I have listed as example, like sleep, nutrition, different texts like watches, yep. uh, cold heat, uh, PT, massage, Cairo, yep. um, meditation, yoga, stretching. Oh, yeah. um, anything that you're like, you really try to establish with kids, like especially like day one, like hey, you gotta watch out for this. Yeah, um, there's some things we, I, I kind of program in mm-hmm. where um, we have work days and we have recovery days. Mm-hmm. Where some days they know you guys are gonna hate this workout, you're gonna push yourself <laughs> really hard, you know, but you should be doing that. Yeah. And some days it's like, guys, this is a recovery workout. Let's get a little more mellow. We're gonna relax. Maybe I'll let you do a little bit of pushing here. Maybe it's a little more medium intensity, but you know, when the intensity is up, the volume's probably low, mm-hmm. and you guys are pushing, 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 long rest. Um, and then on some of those recovery days, some more mobility work. Um, the volume's probably a little bit higher, but the intensity is so low, mm. you'll be you'll be very good. And every now and then, when I felt like the group as a whole is like kind of beat up. I would actually hire um, a yoga instructor to come in. Nice. Yeah, and do some yoga. Um, maybe on like a Friday morning. No field guys. No lift. 
Friday morning yoga, come and relax, mobility work, um, and get up out of here. Um, We definitely talk about sleep, sleep, sleep as much as possible. Mm. Like if you're not, as a kid, if you're not getting your eight, nine, ten hours, you know, what are you doing here? Isn't that crazy too that um, people don't talk about that, I feel like. is like, (sighs) is that, yeah, short eight hours, but... Nine and ten, also that's yeah. valid. Like yeah, you can absolutely. get nine and ten hours. Get twelve. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. Like um, there was a podcast I listened to a while ago, and it stuck with me. And I have no idea what episode it was or what podcast mm-hmm. it was, but they were interviewing um, uh, I think C.J. Cummings is his name. He was a he's Olympic weightlifter. Um, uh, U- Team USA. He was I think he was right at the time they were interviewing. He was right on the edge of being like either below or above eighteen. And um, his big thing was like, yeah, I'm I'm sleeping like ten hours a day. Yep. <laughs> Which is like, when I first heard that, I'm like, holy shit, yeah. that's a lot. But I mean, I mean, you hear about it on podcasts all the time. Like, if you want to recover, like that's where you that's where you yeah, recover, I mean, and that's that's where your adaptation is going to really happen. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to get faster, stronger, you want bigger muscles. Yeah. The more you sleep, the better you're going to adapt to what you just did throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the opposite, if you're not getting enough sleep that all the studies show like, okay, um, your testosterone is down. Like yeah. all, all the hormones in your body are, are screwed up, yep. your energy levels, everything. Yeah. So, um, I'm actually learning about that in class right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the, the, those systems are very interesting. The hormone systems. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's wild. Um, and we, we see it too, like, um, especially with PT and like the aging population, you get people who are. Um, you know, men, as they start getting older, like their, the testosterone starts dipping. And then like, um, I was just, one of the guys that just had the podcast, um, he was talking about for himself cause he was starting to get into the, um, testosterone replacement therapy cause yep. he needs it. Yeah. And just like the, just like a light switch, how much better he feels because like, obviously, yeah, you give any guy testosterone, they're going to feel like a million bucks, <laughs> but it's obviously there's a time and a place for it. And if you're college sports, that's illegal. So don't do it. But, um, but especially if you're in a dip, if you're like, if yeah. your your levels are normal, and then over time they've slowly got worse, 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 it's tough to notice that type of stuff. Like yeah. if each day it gets like one percent worse over time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but then the second you get back to a normalized level, you're like, holy shit, I feel alive again. It's yeah. like, so the, the hormones can be so important. So yeah, if you can optimize them, yeah, absolutely. Sleep, nutrition, like it, you're all, you're already so much ahead of the game. Yeah, <laughs> and the sleeps. I mean, if you're a high school athlete who says they want to, you know go play division one sports these are things you have to be doing because at the end of it if you don't do it you're gonna say man i wish i wish i did do this i wish i did do that Mm -hmm. so you're better off just doing it now if not i mean i no one can help you it's it's on you really totally you know some people come training to think like there's some magic to what we do i haven't learned that magic yet (laughs) maybe one day i will but we're just doing very basic things as best as possible i mean that is the magic yeah it is the magic There's there's no magic cheat or shortcut or cut around or, or pill, but the magic is just is doing all the simple stuff. Keep it and simple, doing it well, stupid, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Do do the basics well, and and that's the magic right there. Yeah, and then the nutrition aspect with um, high school kids, I, I cut them some slack because you know you're yeah. a high school kid, you're, yeah. you're not going to be tracking your macros and doing this every day, right? And I don't really want you to do that. That's that no. can become unhealthy very easily yes. at that age when yes. Things happen, or things are so up and down, talking about hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually I try to get them to just be a little more educated on how much they should be eating, depending mm-hmm. on their goals of, you know, more weight, less weight, staying around the same weight. Yep. And, you know, just healthier options, 
then especially getting protein in. Yeah. You know, um, not not being sh- you know not shying away from their carbohydrates either. Yeah. As an athlete, you you need, need plenty it. of them, especially mm-hmm. with the things you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's so much stuff that goes around on Instagram and this and that about all these weird diets and <laughs> stay away from this or that. It's like it's it can be tough to mentally uh, dial some things in for them. Yeah. And it's 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 a it's a line uh, a line you don't want to cross over and then create a bad relationship with them for food. That's the last yeah. thing you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many people that have bad relationships with, with yeah, food, and yeah. and, and there's yeah, so sure. many heavily restrictive diets out there that, especially as a kid, you don't want to go down that no, road. No, yeah, and it's sad because sometimes you get pushed into them, and yeah, it's really sad to see those things happen. Yep. Um, all right, cool. So I want to um, we'll we'll start to wrap up here. Yeah. Um. So last couple of questions I'm going to leave you with. Um. One I'm going to tell you now, so you have a little bit of time to think about it, but, um. So first one we have, what's the store for the future? Anything coming up that you're excited about, whether it's school, business, yeah. anything like that, life. The next one's anything you want to plug. So we'll get the Instagram tags down <laughs> and then uh, or any events or anything that's coming up. Yeah. And then um, last one, this is a question I stole from Tim Ferriss' podcast. Uh, do you, do you, you listen to that one before, ever? I don't think it's, so. It's pretty good. He interviews like just high level. I think he describes it as high level performers. So you know, Olympians, people in business, yeah. whatever. And one of the questions you always ask is, um, if you have one like quote that you like or like mantra or saying, um, the way he describes it is, um, so we're in Rhode Island, we're in Providence. So on 95, we have the, uh, next to the big blue bug, we have that billboard right above it. Okay. I think it's Rob Levine, the heavy hitter. Yeah. Is the lawyer on there. So you get that billboard for the day. Okay, okay. So you can, you can put whatever you want. Usually it's like something that you can like just, something you want to say to your community or something yep. like that um so that's the third question but i'll let you think about that for a second so we got uh first one we have uh what's in store for the future um like any anything coming up that you're excited about um not really yeah school <laughs> yeah you're i'm, t- I'm grinding out in school right now <laughs> um for winter break uh, yep. i'll be having um my program start back up nice for uh, all your high school and college athletes there'll be some youth groups as well uh, but yeah just just trying to stay ahead trying to learn as much as i can cool yeah love it um next question we got anything you want to plug what's what's the uh, instagram tags um my instagram is alex cordelessa a-l-e-x-c-o-r-t-e-l-l-e-s-s-a again i try to stay off that as much as possible <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm always on it <laughs> and then you have the, the yep and then we have the acsc gym cool um that's kind of the gym page that i never ever use <laughs> <laughs> hey that's all right yeah <laughs> Um, and then, uh, all right, last question. Do you have, do you have a quote you're thinking of? Yeah, uh, I got two. I'm going to okay, let you cool. pick which one you like. All right, cool. Um, the first one I think is, I think it's Benjamin Franklin. Okay. I want to say, unless it's Winston Churchill. I can, one, I one, can one, fact one, check it. One of those two. Uh, it's <laughs> don't put off to tomorrow what can be done today. Love it. That's, I try to, every time I ever have a situation pop up of anything, I always think, mm. why put it off to tomorrow? I can literally do it right now, whether I want to or not. Let's just get it done. Because eventually those those things add up, right? Let's see. Um, Who said that? Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. You're right. The first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the next one is um. It is. I'm thinking Stoic because I said what I said earlier, but mm. no, it's from uh from Sparta from okay. way back when Spartan Greece or Sparta Greece. Um, it's what the mothers used to tell their sons as they went out to battle, and it was come home with your shield or on it oh <laughs> that is a badass quote that's pretty badass um, that's awesome yeah 
pretty much just keep grinding, you know? Love it. Yeah. Love it. If you're, you're going to do something, do it. Cool. I think... Uh, I think Rob Levine will uh, will appreciate those quotes for the day. You gotta pick one. Oh, I'll pick one. Yeah, you gotta pick. You said one. Ooh, I gave you two. True. Okay. Uh, you you put. Uh, no one's put this on me before. <laughs> no one's put this pressure on me. Um. All right. I'm thinking. The the Sparta one's just too bad. I gotta go with that one. <laughs> then my gut tell me I gotta go with that one. That's a really good yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Levine will, will appreciate that one. Eventually, <laughs> one of these days, he's gonna contact me like hey can you stop saying my name on the end, <laughs> the end of every podcast but um appreciate you rob <laughs> uh supposedly he's, he's a big fitness guy so he? maybe really? he, maybe I, oh no he is pretty yeah. jacked <laughs> yeah, oh my god so maybe maybe he's a listener yeah. i don't even know it yeah it might be <laughs> but um awesome well uh man thanks for coming on for sure man thanks for having me appreciate it go yeah. to signing off